you have struggles and, and a lot of things happen that are beyond your control. A lot of things happen that, um, you just, you, you, you can't control the outcome. You can't control what's happening in your life, but you can control how you handle it on a day to day. Welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I am your host, Rosie Acosta, yoga teacher and teacher trainer, mindfulness coach, speaker, and creative writer. I am also the founder of radicallyloved.com, a website where you can go for more information about yoga, mindfulness, meditation, and lifestyle advice. On this podcast, we talk to people within our health and wellness community that are creating content through the ritualistic practice of yoga, meditation, or overall mindful living. We hope to create value in your life so that you can achieve your highest potential and live a radically loved life. To stay in touch with us, just follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Rosie Acosta and on Facebook at Radically Loved Rosie. You can sign up for our newsletter on radicallyloved.com to stay up to date on future workshops, retreats, and latest podcasts. This podcast is brought to you by Four Sigmatic. I have been waiting for months for this product to come out and it's finally here, the Four Sigmatic Mushroom Focus Shot. Four Sigmatic has always believed in seeking energy through nutrient-dense foods, sleep hygiene, movement, and hydration. So when they came up with this product as an alternative to all those gnarly energy drinks that are out there, I was so excited. This is the first ready-to-drink product that promotes focus and energy without all the gnarly ingredients. You can sip half of the bottle of Lion's Mane and Guayusa with a powerful pineapple taste from only real ingredients. No artificial sweeteners or flavors are allowed. I can drink half of the bottle in the morning and then half in the afternoon, and it doesn't make me feel weird and jittery in the afternoon. Go to foursigmatic.com and use the promo code radicallyloved, that's R-A-D-I-C-A-L-L-Y-L-O-V-E-D, to get a special discount on all the Four Sigmatic products. Back to our show. Hey listeners, we need your support. Help us by subscribing and rating to this podcast. Send us a snapshot of your review or comment, and we will send you a very special Radically Loved gift. Send your comment to info at radicallyloved.com. You can also click on the show notes here on this podcast for more information. If you want to be part of our community, please click the link to our private Facebook group, on the show notes of this particular podcast so you can be the first to hear of upcoming trainings, retreats, and special radically loved events. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Hello, everyone. I am so excited to chat with our guest today. Michelle Fondon is the author of Chakra Healing for Vibrant Energy and The Wheel of Healing with Ayurveda. She's the owner of Ayurvedic Path Yoga and Wellness Studio, where she practices as an Ayurvedic lifestyle counselor and as a yoga and meditation teacher. And we are so lucky to have her on with us today. Thank you so much, Rosie. I'm really excited. For this. I know. I'm like doing all kinds. Ca- 
I sometimes I want to turn the video on just so you can see all my hand movements because I get Aww. really animated. <laughs> That's um, cool. And so I read your book, Chakra Healing for Vibrant Energy, and I am so excited to talk to you about it. Number one, because I'm a yogi, and number two, mm -hmm. because I'm a teacher, and I feel like you did such an incredible job at putting everything together as sort of a, a manual for how to understand the chakras and how to mm -hmm. use them in our day-to-day -day life. So thank, thank you, you for that. You're, you're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I, without going into your other book that I also read, The Wheel of Healing uh, with Ayurveda, I just kind of want to have the audience uh, get to know you just a little bit. So if you want to just tell us a little bit about your journey and how you came to write this particular book. Yeah, so Chakra Healing for Vibrant Energy um, was really birthed through, I'm a yoga teacher too, and in my yoga studio for seven years, I had been conducting a chakra series for seven weeks using one of the chakras for each week. And the chakras really helped me to heal in my journey, which I mentioned in both books, in Chakra Healing for Vibrant Energy and The Wheel of Healing with Ayurveda, that when I was 28, um, I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer, and it was obviously a devastating diagnosis and even more devastating just because I was so young and I had two young children. And I knew that if I didn't figure out why I got sick, because I always believe there's a reason, there's an underlying reason to the to why we become ill. And mm -hmm. we can't always control it. You know, sometimes it's just, you know, the universe that, you know, that's something we have to go through. That's part of our life path. But I believe that 90% is preventable and that if we don't really look at the underlying causes that we could get sick again. So when I was really researching on the why I stumbled upon, um, a passage in Christiane Northrup's book, women's bodies, women's wisdom. And it was speaking about the fifth chakra, which is the area of the throat. And with thyroid cancer, of course, the thyroid sits at the base of the throat. And it, frankly, at 28, I had no idea what a thyroid was, um, let alone understand what this thyroid cancer meant. And when I read about the fifth chakra, it just started to make sense. And I started to connect the dots that throughout my entire childhood, I had been sick in the throat. I was a really sickly child and just having a lot of strep throat, tonsillitis. And I had an abscess in my throat at 17 that had to be surgically opened oh, wow. uh, due to mononucleosis. And then of course, 28, I get thyroid cancer. So I was like, there's something here I need to delve deeply <laughs> into. And so that began my study of the chakras because it was really about hmm, you know, how else can I help heal this area of my body? And the chakras gave me a venue to look into toward that. Yeah. And, and you were, and so that sort of opened up the path for you to create this as your life. Yeah. And, you know, that along with Ayurveda, and that's why I included so much of Ayurveda in this book as well, as well as yoga practices mm -hmm. and mindful, mindfulness meditation practices. And it's just because, I really feel that health is, is multifaceted and illness is multifaceted. And if we only look to one aspect, it can be really difficult to regain the balance that we need in order to maintain health. I mean, I feel like now with holistic health and all the, the sort of uh, the 
the mat the not magnet the the sort of focus on holistic health it's becoming more mainstream yes, right so more definitely. more and more people are learning about it they're becoming more uh curious about you know how the energy of of ourselves affects us and it's not just so a, a one-dimensional uh way to heal right so yeah so i feel i and i love your approach and how you're able to sort of define these things and bring them together because a lot of people might feel like oh this is a bit too woo you know yeah. like this is a bit too <laughs> so so i'm curious how because I, i'm sure you deal with all kinds of people in your mm -hmm. life and especially having had uh you know uh, being a cancer survivor and being able to sort of get through all of these health hurdles you've approached people that maybe just believe in modern science yes right? absolutely yeah especially so up until just recently i lived in the washington dc area and it's it's a it's a very pragmatic area to live in if you will there's a lot of people who work in government and a lot of people who work in high tech and department of defense and and so they're they, they're very much aligned with that type of logical minded thinking and it can be really difficult to try to explain to people well there's another aspect to also consider and also look at and oftentimes people will look at you like you're very strange and like, why would I even consider something like the chakras? It just seems like so out there. Um, but my goal and mission through teaching about Ayurveda yoga, meditation, the chakras is, has been to bring the esoteric down to very, very practical levels, like dumbed down, almost practical levels. And I say that kindly, I say that so that in order to believe in something or believe that something could work, there has to be a bridging there. You have mm -hmm. to bridge and meet people where they are in order to take them where you want them to go. And, and even during the chakra series I did in my yoga studio. Now, again, this is in the middle of the DC area where a lot of people just, you know, they come for yoga for relaxation to get away from the stressful life. And here I am presenting, you know, the chakras and, even with that, you know, I'm chanting during the class and, you know, and I'm kind of making fun of myself in it and just going, you know, like, <laughs> I'm just this crazy person chanting, but that's okay. You know what? You don't have to chant. Just, you know, just sit back and enjoy the vibrations, you know, right. but I, I kind of had to make fun of myself and help them relax and start to be open to the idea that, you know, maybe this could help me. Maybe, you know, getting to the right vibrational frequencies in my body could help me. Or maybe this wearing the silly colored t-shirts that correspond to that chakra for the week could help me um, just consider that there's something else. And so for the people that are listening that have no idea what a chakra is, mm -hmm. <laughs> will you tell us what a chakra yes. is? <laughs> so chakras are wheels of energy and there are seven main chakras that align the spine. There are more chakras in the body, but there are seven main ones that we typically focus on in a chakra class or in a yoga class focusing on the chakras. And the seven each correspond to different anatomical regions in the body. They correspond to different aspects of our personality, and they also correspond to the energetic body, something that 
is, is in our energy field. And for those of you that have a hard time grasping the energy field, it's that when you walk into a room and you know, for example, that there's been an argument in that room because you can feel the tension rising, mm -hmm. that's your energy body that's trapping that. It's nothing else other than, you know, this feeling of discontent, this feeling of something icky that's happened. Um, and then inversely, if, if, for example, you meet someone and culturally some people get closer to you than, than what's acceptable in your culture, and then you automatically back up. And it's not that they, you feel threatened necessarily, but they, they've collided with your energy field. So that's, that's how we intuitively know that this is something that we possess. So a chakra is, is an area of the body. It's a spinning vortice. The word chakra means wheel or, um, spinning vortex, if you think about it. And these energy centers, when they're aligned, we feel open and fantastic and healthy and wonderful. And when they're blocked or um, when they're excessive in energy, there's too much going on there, um, we feel out of sorts. And mm -hmm. so we're able to really delve deeper into each of those areas along the seven chakras to be able to uh, regain optimal health. Yes. And I, it, it's something that I've always been fascinated by only because I, I've always been so sensitive to that energy body. And I never had the, the, the lexicon to be able to explain it. And then when mm -hmm. I learned it, I'm like, okay, well, how do I come up with the right words to explain this to somebody that has no idea like, yeah, what, exactly. what this is? And so I, I love that you've been able to do that. Um, and, and that's the way that you teach. And I, I think it's extremely relatable and people can actually utilize that because in some, at some level, people are, are, people believe that we are more than just the five senses, right? I mean, yes. I feel like at mm -hmm. our core, we definitely do have that sense. We have that feeling. So right. for, for you and the work that you've done, like what have you seen, like for the people that, that aren't as familiar with this type of language and, mm -hmm. and want to understand the relationship between healing and this energy system, like what would you yeah. say to them? Um, I would say, you know, I, I always, I don't like starting with ailments, but ailments like symptoms, signs might be a good place to start. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and here's why it's because when you're experiencing a symptom of some sort or a discomfort of some sort, it's a message from your body. It's a message to, Hey, something's off here. Let's, uh, explore this and let's get back into balance. And so I explain to people who are not so familiar with chakra healing or on their journey to beginning it is I believe that each of us has a chakra that's a work in progress and it, it just tends to be that way. And there might be two chakras that are works in progress. And when you look at the signs and symptoms that tend to occur in your body when you're really stressed or when you're out of balance or when you're feeling sick and those are kind of reoccurring symptoms that happen, just turn to those in the areas of the body that will correspond to that chakra so you can start to pay attention because I think awareness is the key. So for example, a woman who has fertility problems or she has endometriosis or uh, periods that are irregular or she notices that when she's in the high stress mode that 
she doesn't get a period or she skips a period or um, things like that. Uh, it's always good to pay attention to that and say that, like, okay, um, that comes from the second chakra, which is the creativity and sexual center. And let me explore why I'm experiencing these symptoms and discomfort within the second chakra. Let me look at this. Am I not creatively expressing myself or do I feel that my creativity is, is hindered in some way? Or do I feel like as a woman, I'm not able to really express myself in my feminine side? Am I, am I too much in a masculine or male-based world that I feel like um, showing my femininity is a sign of weakness. So that's like one way in order to start to understand is to just explore like where are my imbalances, bring awareness to that and just notice in the body where those tend to be. Yeah. And I, I also like how in the book you do make a distinction between how we work with these different types of, of energy centers as men and women. Mm -hmm. Right. And so how does that differentiate for, for a man? If he's having, you know, the same sort of issues, obviously not with, you know, missing his menstrual cycle (laughs) and stuff like that, but like how, how would a man sort of see this distinction in, in his own, um, second chakra? Yeah. So a lot of times, um, with the second chakra for a man, it could come with problems of premature ejaculation or, um, or just not being able to get an erection, or it could be excessiveness in like an obsession with sex or an obsession with Mm -hmm. pleasure because it's also our pleasure center or even addictions. So, um, the second chakra also encompasses so much more than just the femininity, but it's the, that feminine energy of water and flowing and connection and that lunar passive energy. And so for a man looking at that, the, the needs are the same though, the needs for pleasure and experiencing life through the senses and the need for creative expression and creativity, um, having a healthy sexual outlook and a healthy sexual life and a very balanced sexual life. Um, And it might be for that man to look into um, what are the underlying issues that I have here dealing with either addiction or sexual dysfunction or not being able to creatively express myself. Um, Oftentimes you might have to look back into childhood. Let's say this man wanted to do something in the creative field and his parents pushed him to be an engineer, for example. Mm. And so now he's creatively expressing himself as an engineer, which is not too much of a creative field depending on the job. But um, And maybe he has that longing desire to be a visual artist. And so then there's that incongruence that's happening and it's it's becoming expressed through other things that are not healthy, such as and the example might be addictions. So it's, it's going back and looking at how that expression of the second chakra in this example would just be expressed in an unhealthy way. Yeah. And so to be able to identify those imbalances becomes part of our journey to understand ourselves and, and get more in tune with, with the, that energy, right? Yes, exactly. And so I'm, I'm curious because I, one of the ways that I love learning about the chakras and understanding them is through uh, the the energy centers that are more geared around personal power and 
our ability to, you know, keep, keep thriving and overcome adversity. Yeah. So, <laughs> so how, how did the chakra centers relate to women's personal power or female empowerment? Yeah. Um, so I really addressed this in the second and third chakras. So the third chakra, of course, is our center of personal power. The solar plexus, the solar, right? The sun is the center of the universe. So um, it's it's fire, it's hot. And usually our solar plexus represents our personal expression outward into the world. Like the sun shines, it's our personal expression that shines outward into the world. For a woman who possesses more of that nurturing and creative aspect through the second chakra as well, so they're very much tied together, um, I speak about her not only embracing this solar energy, which is very masculine in, in nature to be able to shine forth into her personal power, but also to be able to embrace that feminine energy as well. And this is so near and dear to my heart. And I, I work a lot with people in addiction recovery and um, speaking to women who have been in abusive relationships and relationships with, um, you know, husbands who were alcoholics or addicts and a lot of or just dysfunctional households growing up where they feel that they're in a position of weakness or they can't speak their personal power and being able to um assert themselves and assert their will. And, and so unfortunately what I've seen is that a lot of women tend to take on more masculine roles where they, they get into positions of power through corporations or climbing the corporate ladder or, um, really being more in a male centered world, which is great because I believe that women should be executives and judges and in all positions of power and presidents. Um, but I think one thing that I really um, am encouraging women not to forget is that there is power in the feminine. There is power in that creative and nurturing energy and that you can harness that power and take it and transmute it into that personal power that you can stand forth in the power in being a woman and being proud of that and not having to sort of mutate into a more masculine role, but you can carry forth that feminine power into all the positions that you want, into all the aspects of life that yeah. you want. And yeah. there's so much power in that. There's so much power in that power of nurturing and creativity that you can move forth with. Yeah. And that's so interesting that you say that because I sometimes feel like I do see that, that masculine energy come in with any, you know, I work with a lot of clients and different people mm -hmm. and some of my, uh, you know, powerful female students that are in a high ranking level uh, of office, let's just say mm -hmm. they do tend to behave a little bit more with that intensity, that that sort of masculine energy. And I and to me, I'm like, it's the balance, right? It's the balance between it's the, the balance. winner and and the, the sun and moon energy and the yin and the yang and to be able to carry both. But I, I just find it so fascinating and I, I love what you're saying. For our own way to understand these systems, I think it's important for us to become sensitive to them, to become to, to, to just understand ourselves at a deeper level. So yeah. how, what are some ways that we can begin to do that, especially if 
there's people listening right now that have no idea where to even start. Like, do they start yeah. by meditating? <laughs> like, do they start thinking about it? It's like, what is this chakra? Like, what is this yeah, chakra? Like, what does it look like? Where is it in my body? Can I dissect it? Like, I'm like, go. Yeah. So I always say everything begins with awareness. And if, if you do not know how to meditate in the book, I have guided meditations that help to bring the awareness to each of the chakras. And there are seven meditations for the seven chakras. And I am in my audiobook, I actually have an, a separate track that is just the chakra mindfulness mm-hmm. meditations that are guided. Um, so I think a good way is to just place your hands on each of the areas of the seven chakras. So the base of the spine, which is the lower part, the where the perineum is, the second chakra below the navel, above the pubic bone, the third being the solar plexus, as we spoke about. The heart chakra, you just place your hands over your heart. The throat chakra, placing your hands over the throat. Third eye is right in between the eyebrows and the crown of the head, which is the crown chakra. And you can even just do this by physically moving your hands along as you're either reading through the meditations or listening to the meditations. And through these guided meditations, you can begin to bring awareness to those areas. And as we breathe into the areas of the chakras, your body gives you wisdom through your intuition. It's not going to shout out to you, but you'll get thoughts, you'll get hunches, you'll get feelings of something that might be going on in each of those areas of your body. And that's just, it's a good place to start there. Yeah. yeah. Do, do I have to work on my chakras in a specific order? No, I usually say, I mean, I like working through them from the base through to the crown of the head. Um, but I always say start with a chakra that is has been a trouble area for you, <laughs> that reoccurring troublesome area. <laughs> um, for, me, for, the, for me, for a long time, it was the throat, really. For me, for years and years and years, as I mentioned, it was the throat that I felt I couldn't speak my truth. And I was very much a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And so I would hide my truth from others in order to not make waves and to be nice. And so it was my personal expression through the throat chakra was squelched. It was really, it was blocked. So I had to work on that. I I spent years and years and years working on that. And it's still a work in progress. So there's always a one chakra, as I mentioned, that tends to be that work in progress. And you can always start there first. I really like the idea of being able to sort of do all of the things possible to achieve optimum health, right? It's like you're getting it from all angles. You're doing the energy work. You're doing Mm -hmm. the physical work. You're, you know, creating, you're creating a a sustainable, more joyful life for yourself. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) For for you and, and your journey, how how much of it like is it just easy for you to go into self care mode? What does that look oh, like? Oh, me! Wow, you touched a hot spot there. So <laughs> I'm, I'm currently going through probably the most difficult situation I have ever been through in my entire life. Um, unfortunately, I'm going through a child custody battle right now, and it it's it was never intended. It, it's very unfortunate. Mm, um, I've been. 
I've had custody of my child for 10 years and, you know, I raised three children. There are two of them are adults now. And I will tell you that this, it's interesting because I preach this stuff day in and day out all day long. And I understand, and I can, I'm, I'm just saying this to be compassionate to everyone who is listening and everyone who is out there that you have struggles and, and a lot of things happen that are beyond your control. A lot of things happen that, um, you just, you, you, you can't control the outcome. You can't control what's happening in your life, but you can control how you handle it on a day to day. And, you know, I've really had to turn to meditation music and prayer and, you know, getting into scriptures, but also like getting on my yoga, my yoga mat is literally right in front of my TV. And so I have to see it every single day. And I'm just getting down on my mat and doing some self care. Yin yoga is, is one of the self care that I've been doing (laughs) almost daily because yin is nurturing the feminine. It's, it's nurturing that lunar energy and, doing some yoga breathing and taking ocean walks and and nurturing myself in that way. But I do have a tendency to really check in with myself with self-care, but I I do recognize that um, as much as you can be the teacher, that you need to be the student too. And so it's so good for me to to listen to other people and, and really turn to other teachers and and you know, get the help that you need when you need it and and that you don't always have all the answers. So yeah. Well, I think that that's all that that ties into your ability. If if your throat chakra was one of the ones that you've always had that sort of thing with, right, that that sort of you've always had to bring attention to that area. And for you to be able to be in a place now where you can actually voice what you want or what you don't want and be able to sort of take that initiative and take that power back yeah it's been a challenge oh (laughs) it's been a challenge but you know it's it's all life lessons you know I look at this is there are no mistakes in the universe there are absolutely no mistakes and everything I believe happens for a reason I believe everything happens for a higher purpose and it's just important that whatever challenges you're going through, whether it be a health challenge or a family challenge or a challenge in your workplace, that that you need to keep that in mind, that there's always a higher purpose. And that if you can stay grounded and just remember to, you know, stay at peace through the process, that that you can get through anything. Oh, I love that so much. Thank you for sharing that. I think that a, a lot of the times this is something that's, not talked about as much as I would like is for people in in your position or a a teacher position or even my position that you know life gets messy and just because we are in the the healing arts and this is what we study or, or this is what we're teaching that we're together all the time yeah you know and and I I love to be able to shine a light on the actual humanness that we experience and because I feel like people can relate to that you know it it puts you right there in the trenches so to speak it makes it real I mean and that's I mean really that's what my mission is about and in my mission and you can I'm sure you can see that in my books that I get a lot of criticism for it on the other side that um 
you know, some people that read it, they're like, ah, you know, this is, has a lot of her personal story. But one of my favorite gurus who passed away a few years ago, Dr. Wayne Dyer, I mean, mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. one thing that I absolutely loved about him is that he was so transparent and so vulnerable and shared so much of his personal story every time he spoke or wrote a book. And, and I just connected to that genuine nature. And I have been genuine and open and vulnerable my entire life. And I'm not better than anybody else. I have more information about the chakras or about Ayurveda, maybe than a person who's never heard of them. But, um, you know, I go through the same struggles as everyone else. I go through the same ups and downs as everyone else. Um, I think that these practices are just a vehicle, a venue to help you get through life's ups and downs. And I... I personally really loved that about both of your books. And and for me, it was way more uh, easier to digest the information when I had real life examples. So, you know, to to each his own, you know, I, I, I really love learning that way because if not to me, if it didn't have that, that personality attached to it, then it would just be a textbook. Yeah. And, and for me, and I love textbooks too, but it's just not, I feel like I'm able to really integrate the information in a more efficient way when I have a, a real life um, example of it, because then I can put myself in that situation and understand it in a deeper level. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so where you are now, like, and, and teaching all of these things and learning about different modalities of healing, what would you say for, for the people reading this book or your other book, or just any of your students or people listening to this podcast, what would you say to them that, that would incite their curiosity into exploring their own vibrant energy? (laughs) Oh goodness. That's, that's a big one. I know. Um, (laughs) I would say just don't disregard the powerful healer that is within because one of the most amazingly powerful things that was taught to me was that you have direct control over your health and well-being and the modern medical model that we have today does not empower us to be self healers. And there is absolutely all the healing capacity within you. And the more you listen to that inner voice, and the less you listen to the commercials that are out there telling you why you should be taking 100 prescription pills, or, you know, the doctors telling you that your prognosis is grim, and in really tuning into that inner voice, that inner healer, that you have all the wisdom that you need to carry you through. I love that. And that that's the best tie in if I've ever heard one to my final question to ask you. Um, but before that, I, is there, is there anything that you, um, that you're working on currently that you want us to, um, to check out? (laughs) Um, well, I've been, um, I've been really investing in my YouTube channel, Michelle Pond, an author, where I have a ton of videos on the chakras, on Ayurveda, um, on addiction and recovery, if that's something that touches your life, but just on spirituality in general. And 
I have other books out there um, that are self-published. One book is called Enlightened Medicine, Your Power to Get Well Now, an integrative approach to healing the seven deadly lifestyle diseases, because that's something that touches so many people. I think that the last statistic was 150 million Americans suffer from at least one chronic lifestyle disease, which is nearly half of us. (laughs) Wow. So yeah, it's, um, that's something that really is, is really near and dear to my heart just because I've dealt with so many clients that are suffering from chronic lifestyle illness. So that book and just my YouTube channel and, um, my next book, I'm going to be working on, uh, women empowerment. <laughs> that's yes. my upcoming book. <laughs> so I'm so excited about that. Everybody listen, you guys, we're really excited about this. I'm, I can't wait to, uh, to, to have Michelle on again, talking about that particular topic. I asked this to all of my guests because mm-hmm. it's part of the reason why I created this podcast. Um, I created this podcast as a way to connect with our community and it stems from the idea that we are radically loved by source, God, whatever higher power of your understanding, the, you know, that the universe works for us and not against us. Mm -hmm. And so the final two questions for you are, how do you feel radically loved? And what do you radically love? Oh, um, I feel radically loved because of my faith in God. And I think when you're going through a storm in your life, that it's God calling you to draw nearer to him. And I use the word God. I use the word Jesus. I'm not afraid of using those words. <laughs> Some people are allergic to those words. But um, <laughs> um, but that's how I feel loved. Honestly, I, um, as I mentioned, this storm has been larger and bigger and more fierce than any storm I've ever gone through. I've been physically incredibly alone here um, as I've moved to this place and had my child taken away from me. And uh, I've never lived alone my I, my whole life. <laughs> I've never wow. lived alone. And so this has been um, an incredible challenge, but I've felt God's love every, every day. Like every day I've felt God's love and, and I know that I'm not alone. And so that that's how I know I'm loved is because I feel the power of God and my angels and my guides, just this incredible, incredible love. Um, and what do I radically love? (laughs) Um, my family, (laughs) my kids, my family, um, my clients, my friends, the world. I mean, I just, I have this incredible love for people and, and just helping people to, to heal and realize their full potential. And, um, through, I think, for me, through the love of God and through knowing that I'm loved, that I can therefore just love others. Michelle, thank you so much. That's beautiful. I'm not allergic to Jesus. I I love (laughs) Jesus. Um, So thank you so much for everything that you've done, for all the works that you've created and for all the love. I think if you didn't have as much love as, as you do, you wouldn't have created all of these different ways of healing for people to to heal themselves and to learn about why it's important so thank you for doing that you're very welcome (laughs) so so for everyone uh you can go to michellefondenauthor.com um the links to her book and and her youtube channel all of those will be linked in the show notes so if you're listening to 
this on your device. Just hit the info button and you can get all of the links there. And for all of you listeners, I will be giving away five copies of Michelle's book, Chakra Healing for Vibrant Energy, Exploring Your Seven Energy Centers with Mindfulness, Yoga, and Ayurveda. So all you need to do to win for the first five people that go on there. So hurry up, do it now. Um, No, I'm just kidding. That's artificial stress. Just screenshot yourself. uh, Just screenshot this particular podcast. Put it in your Instagram stories, tagging me at Rosie Costa and Michelle. Michelle, what's your handle? Uh, Michelle S. Fonden. Okay, great. And again, those Mm -hmm. will be in the show notes. So you can just tag us on Instagram and we will send you your book for free in the mail. You'll get it as a gift with all of our healing love and energy. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. This is the, the portion of the podcast where I really want to add a clap track. I've been saying this for years. I know you guys are tired of me listen, or hearing it, of me saying it, but there will be a day where I will have a clap track and <laughs> we're all going to be super excited. Uh, Michelle, thank you again so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. We are so lucky to have you and we hope that we can get you on again. Thank you so much, Rosie. I look forward to being with you again and chatting. (laughs) Yeah, in person next time. Yeah, most definitely. Is there something missing in your life? Is there something that you want to do in the world to create an impact but feel that it's overwhelming? So many of us walk through life feeling unsatisfied, overwhelmed, tired, and desperate for a deeper connection, but don't quite know how to achieve the things that we want in life. Join us this spring at the Dunsky Castle in Scotland for seven days of yoga, meditation, and yoga nidra, all focusing on finding your life's purpose. During our time together, we will learn how and when to take action, how to lead from our heart and not our head, how to break up with our inner critic for good and dive deep into learning about desire and discipline and how this creates a purposeful life. For more information, go to radicallyloved.com or you can message us at info at radicallyloved.com subject Scotland. We'll see you soon. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this, so please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.